Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Thursday. Wait, no, what's today? Is it Thursday? No, wait, no, no, no. Is it Friday? Wait, no, it's a Saturday. Is it Sunday? Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. See, I really fooled y'all, right? Y'all thought it was another day. No, it's Wednesday, man. It's hump day. It's the middle of the week. We only got two more days to go. And we're excited about that, right? Like, we can't wait to get to the weekend. I mean, I can't wait to get to the weekend, you know, so I can sleep in late and not have to deal with the alarm waking me up and trying to figure out how to get my first cup of coffee in me. Yeah, let's go weekend. I need you to be here already because I'm, like, seriously tired. Anyways, um, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. the middle of the week. We got two more days left. And it's another opportunity for us to recognize our star power. For us to recognize that we can accomplish any goals. We can be successful in any way we want to be. And for us to figure out how we can resonate our light on the world. I know it's difficult sometimes to look at positive things because everybody's so negative and anti-life or whatever. But as we talked about yesterday, sometimes laughter is therapy. And sometimes you have to laugh your way through difficult times to get to the better times. So I dare you to do that. And I dare you to have the power and the incredible ability to see your power in the darkness because there's people out here that feed on happiness they feed on people that are good they feed on the idea that somebody is going to give up on themselves to fit into a cult or a group or whatever you don't need a cult you don't need a group you don't need a church you don't need a politician you don't need a person you don't need people you don't need any of these things granted you want to be around your family and your friends and people you love and all that but you don't need to get sucked into something that makes you feel like you're not good enough. Because that's an illusion. The idea that famous people are this cool, again, that's an illusion. They're only famous for one reason. And I'm not saying that I don't think uh, some of these people aren't cool. Because they are. But some of them aren't cool. Like, some of them are just annoying. I'm tired of hearing about Kim Kardashian. Like... Why is she still a conversation that I have to hear about? How much attention does Kim Kardashian need? Why aren't we talking about Kylie or Chloe or any of the other? There's other people here. Like, why don't we talk about her mom who's not that bad looking and it's kind of cool. Like, can we talk about these other people? I'd rather do that. Like, stop putting the light all on one person. Like, then it's not just her. It's a lot of other people, too. Like, oh, my God. LeBron James. Like, why does everybody have to talk about LeBron James? Like, everything doesn't have to be about it. Like, people, you can't look at these famous people like they're untouchable figures. Because then they get it in their mind that they are. Like, I understand that they're famous and they're cool and they're like all these things. But they're still just people. At some point, they're going to die. Like, they're not superheroes. Like, it's not a DC movie. They're going to die. Like, nobody has a lifespan to live forever. Unless you're just waiting to tell us that we're going to live forever. And honestly, like, when they have already done that already... 
I'm still trying to figure out when I can get bitten by a vampire, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'm not going to live forever. At some point, I'm going to die too. We're all going to die. Our parents are going to die. We're going to die. Uh, we're going to be parents to kids and we're going to die and they're going to be, you know, it's just a revolving circle. I don't think death is the end though, but I just think the idea that we put all this time and effort and dedication and Instagram stalking into liking famous people is ridiculous. Like, why are we giving celebrities all this attention? Like, no, pass. They don't deserve all of that. No, they don't. Like, they're just people, and their names just sound better, because I guess, I don't know. Stop giving power to AOC on Instagram. It, delete her. I don't know. Don't listen to her videos. Like, stop giving these people power. Give yourself power, okay? Turn it off. Look in the mirror, whether it's on your phone or in the bathroom or in your car, and just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Focus on your goals what you need to accomplish, and how you're going to get to where you want to be. That's what you need to be focused on. So to get this conversation started today, let's get to our favorite part of the conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Look at how Meta has mysteriously gone from Facebook to Meta. And look how the conversation has steered from how destructive that company was to now there's no conversation about it. Look how the media placates into it and it's like nothing happened. How's that feel for an entire company to actually do destructive things, trying to get their hands on like teenagers and kids and nothing to happen? Granted, it should be, you know, parents should be focusing on their children and they should maybe limit the amount of time they have with social media. But how can you do that as a parent? Like, you can't sit there and, like, stalk your kids and not let them be kids. Because if you're going to sit there and stalk your kids and monitor everything they're doing, whenever they get an opportunity, they're going to be out. And they're going to end up doing what they want anyways because that's not how teenagers work. That's not how kids work. Like, it's not. Like, and trying to forcefully do stuff like that is going to create an environment where the kid can't wait to get away from you. I mean, basically, that's what you're doing, right? That is what you're doing. You're creating an uncomfortable situation for no reason. So, like, I don't know what the expectation... How do you protect your kid from Mark Zuckerberg trying to get a hold of their attention? Like, why are kids on Instagram? Like... Here's what I'm trying to get into with this conversation of Meta or Facebook or whatever the fuck you want to call it. These kids in the United States, and we've talked about it before, they're not that bright. So you're going to steer them away from things they should be focusing on, like school, right? Or instead of them understanding the responsibility, like having a little summer job or 
being a part of their community instead of any of those things they're going to be on their phone and their ipads i mean these kids don't even talk to each other now so we're we're potentially creating a a breed of people that no longer talk they're no longer present all they want to do is be on their phones why do they have phones why are parents thinking about giving 10 year olds iphones isn't that a question? Why are you thinking about giving your child an iPad? Why are you concerned about all these things that don't matter? Hmm. I wonder. And why don't we ever hear the conversation steered that way? If Meta is such an issue that could potentially take children's lives away from them, why aren't we having that conversation? And why isn't the Congress, why isn't Congress capable of having these conversations? These people that are in office are so old, they don't even understand how these platforms work. Like, they're asking them questions about their hardware. When they're supposed to be asking them questions about what they're doing, and they're not doing that. Like, the problem I have with the Democratic policy the Democratic Party is their reluctancy to actually create policy. Like, why aren't you asking these tech companies these important questions about kids? Why aren't you asking what's going on with these states with money for public school? Okay, because I have a master's degree in teaching and you couldn't pay me to go back into teaching. Hell no. Bye. Bye. No, you know why? Because it's all a shit show. Okay. These children actually aren't learning at the rate they should be learning at. Granted, I'm probably lucky and probably a couple of other like a lot of other people are lucky, too, because they understand that they have to go to college, that they they have to go. They have to do it that route. The other way is not going to work for them. It's not. You're creating a an entire group of kids that are not learning the way they're supposed to. You have these shitty teachers that you hire, that you overpay, that take themselves way too seriously and think that they're so great. The greatest thing that happened to education was COVID-19 because it showed just how unprepared you were for anything to actually happen to education. Do you know how long it took for them to figure shit out with education? These children aren't winning here like and then you have these platforms like meta or instagram or snapchat or any of this stuff i'm not talking about a kid using this platform with their parent like making a funny video or having fun i'm talking about them using it by themselves what are the politicians doing to stop that nothing not a damn thing and are we talking about that instead of other things no what are they doing? Because we're talking about a generation of children that are going to grow up too fast. And they could fix it, and they're not doing that. These kids are growing up talking to fucking Surrey and Alexa. Alexa, buy this. Surrey, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's cool, but why are we doing this?
I don't know. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Thanks for tuning in to No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. And the topics that I just brought up, guess where it's not on? The news. Guess what you're not hearing about this with? Anybody that's on the TV station. Or any other social media platform. Do you think the Young Turks is talking about what I just said? No. Do you think majority of reports talking about what I just said? No. Is Tucker Carlson talking about that? No. Is anybody else talking about that? No. Sean Hannity talking about that? Definitely not. They don't care about stuff that doesn't make them money. And they're only attracting people based off some crap. Be smart. Don't tune into them. Don't listen to media. It's a bunch of corrupted junk. Next part of our conversation. Inflation, inflation, inflation. What's Biden doing for inflation in the United States of America? I don't want to hear no damn pep talk with you talking about how we're going to have to suck it up for Ukraine. While I don't like what's going on in Ukraine with Putin, and I, I think that's very horrible. One, we could have predicted that this was going to happen because... I don't know. Biden's not that much of a leader. Two, Ukraine isn't the United States of America. Three, why again do we have to suffer for something we don't have anything to do with? And four, if you're doing all of this to us, what makes you think you're going to get all these passes from Americans? If this is supposed to be the land of the free and there's supposed to be a democracy here. Who's giving you the go to make these dumbass decisions that are affecting us in a bad way? Because it's not the people that are the working class of America that's holding this bitch up. Like me and my husband and my mom and his parents and everybody that's been working, okay? It's not that class of people, okay? That's the class of people that's holding this place up. People that are going to work, they know the value of education, they know the value of working hard, and they're doing it. They're not asking questions, they're just doing it. They are working at jobs 20 plus years to provide a life for their family. That's what's holding up this country. And the only reason you can have all these government-funded crappy things is because you're overtaxing the middle class until it's non-existent and you've got the fucking audacity to tell me I got to suck it up for Ukraine. Why? What's Ukraine sucking up for me? Because never in Ukraine's wildest history are they going to be forced to deal with anything from United States citizens. And I know you might be wondering, why am I talking about it like that? Why am I talking about it like that? Because if we're going to focus on what's going on with Ukraine and with Putin, we need to focus on what's going on in the rest of the world with these other leaders that are not democratic leaders. The entire world doesn't have democracy like the United States of America does. It doesn't. It's not a surprise. It's just a a very crappy reality and that's why so many people want to come to the united states to become a citizen to get the freedom because they understand here they'll be free compared to anywhere else around the world notice people go back to their home countries to visit not to live permanently there's a distinct difference right there is 
These people are leaving these countries. They're not going back to them to stay long term. There's a difference. And as much as I have to say about the shitty government in the United States of America, and as much as I have to say about these things, like... America's the only country that's built off of capitalism that allows you to make whatever amount of money you want, as much as you want or as little as you want. Over the last two years, the government has created a group of people that don't think they have to work for anything. They think that if they don't do anything, the government's just going to take care of them because that's the responsibility of the government. I have to tell you, anything the government is involved with is a shit show. Uh, Let me bring up a few things. Unemployment. If you do become unemployed, it's going to take weeks for you to get the unemployment. Then the unemployment isn't anywhere near the amount of money that you made when you worked at the job. So there's that. Also, any government assistance, like any government assistance, is shitty. Social Security, like the only time you should be getting Social Security is if you're retired. I'm sorry. That's it. Like, outside of that, what are we talking about? It's a bunch of shit show. Like, my husband likes to say something, and at first I wasn't agreeing with him, but I think he's right. Like, Smart people want nothing to do with the government. Nothing. They want the government to fix the roads and they want the government to make sure that the United States stays out of the way of atomic bombs. Outside of that, nobody cares. I agree with that. I don't know if that's making me sound like a Republican and I really don't care. I consider myself to be an independent 100%. And I just, I feel like we need to be asking more questions, right? I feel like we need to be asking more questions. But inflation, 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 that's what we're talking about. What's Biden doing about that? Nothing. But telling me about fucking Ukraine. I don't care. Why is the price of gas so much? Four fifty nine, basically five dollars. A shirt in H and M is fifty dollars, bro. I want some new shoes on Just Fab, looking at seventy dollars. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, how are you gonna fix this? Are you gonna fix this? Cause why do I have to sacrifice my living my life? And I'm not saying I can't afford seventy dollars shoes. I'm not saying I can't get gas. I'm not saying I can't do these things. I'm not saying you can't do it. But honestly, if I'm looking at a pair of shoes that cost $70, I'm getting off that website. And I'm going to go find me some shoes that cost $7. Or I'm going to go shop a different way, right? I'm going to go do something that's smarter. Because it's not that I can't afford it. It's that why would I pay that? That I'm a deal seeker. And I will be one till the day I die. I have ingrained in my mind for me to stop and think, wait, why am I paying this much money for this? That's how I kind of look at everything. Like, if I'm in the grocery store and I'm looking at bread, I'm thinking, 
why did the bread go up like three dollars like it's bread at this point i should just make my own damn bread like that's kind of how i feel really i'm just gonna go get bread from a market now because i feel like that's better than getting bread from the grocery store i mean basically we need to hold them accountable where's inflation going because it's not getting better it's getting worse so there's that next part of our conversation Let's redecorate our living room. I mean, why don't we paint the wall? Why don't we get a new couch? Why don't we put a new lamp in here? Why don't we get some couch covers? Why don't we redecorate the reading area? And uh, maybe put a rug in the middle of the living room. Redecorating in the living room isn't going to take a lot of effort. Or a lot of time or a lot of money. You could just do simple things that really touch up the area and really spruce it up. And it can really make a big difference. It's important that sometimes you redecorate, especially if you're going into a new um, season. Or it's important that you recognize or you recognize that you need to update your living situation if you're tired of looking at the same shit and it's really driving you crazy. Sometimes I get to that point like in my bedroom, like Sometimes I move furniture around or I move a picture from one spot of the room to another, you know, just because it makes me feel like, okay, this looks better. I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't like the way things look in certain ways, so I have to change it. And there's nothing wrong with that. No one said you can't do it. So if, if you feel better having one thing look one way, then just do it over. I personally love watching HGTV and I love looking at them redecorating rooms and sometimes that invites me to do the same thing at my house. So if you feel like that too, maybe watch an episode of Love It or List It or watch an episode of one of those housing shows where they redo it over and see how they do it. Or you could just go into a Lowe's or whatever and get inspired there too. Honestly, before you go to Lowe's look at paint, I would go to like AC more on the weekend and look at the paint there instead because it's a smaller family owned store and I would just go to like Goodwill thrift store or savers and find little knickknacks whatever that you can put in different places and that could definitely spruce up the living room next part of our conversation the hills have eyes now I'm saying the hills have eyes because earlier I brought up the fact that these people in these rinky-dink like backwater places are trying to entice people to move there by giving them things to entice them to live there. But I got to tell you, even with student loans, right, even if I'm in a difficult situation and I'm trying and I'm young and I'm trying to figure things out. I'm likely going to still want to live in a populated area versus an unpopulated area. I want to live in an area where I know if I want access, I can go to a mall. I can go to a grocery store. I can go to Walmart. I can go to Target. I, I have those options at my disposal. I can get things delivered to me from Amazon in like a day or two days. Like I There's like shopping centers. There's places. There's people. There's constant moving around and this constant people people's presence i personally don't like the idea of living in a backwater town or some off the grid type stuff i don't 
really understand why people are into that but to each is their own and i'm not going to judge anybody because you can like whatever you like skip doesn't like it either that's another reason why i like him and he's a keeper uh he's on board with me we're never going to any of these backwater ass places and that's that but like to entice somebody to move there to actually want to live their life what's making me want to move to georgia or alabama or any of these country bunking ass places where it doesn't have the vibe of 2022 cuz i don't want it to be 2022 and living there feels like it's 1952 i mean i don't want to feel like that but that is basically what you're doing but if you want to live in some place like that just know what you're not going to get when you live there they get they kind of got to tell you that but I guess to each is their own. The housing market is nuts right now, and I everything's on fire basically. So everybody's trying to figure out what they're doing. But I think people like younger people like being in more populated areas. So I know you're trying to entice younger people to do that, but I don't know how well that's going to work. So we'll have to wait and see. Next part of our conversation. shows we can't forget Seinfeld I mean I'm never going to forget Seinfeld it's just absolutely hilarious absolutely hilarious it doesn't matter how many episodes I've watched how many times I've looked at it just the idea of it is just completely hilarious and I just feel like that is one of the most amazing shows to have been on TV and I'm excited to see, you know, whatever's next with that. It's definitely something that is pretty great. Next part of our conversation. When it comes to watching new shows, how do you pick out new shows? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I have to, like, look at, like, a two-minute intro to the show to decide if I'm going to look at it. And also, I have to decide if I like the characters or the actors before I want to watch it. Like, I'm like... I like to do that with movies, too. Like, you like to watch the, like, the coming attraction to see if, like, you want to look at it. But, like, how do you, like, pick out a show? Like, you pinch it, pick it out based off of, like, the genre? Like, if it's horror or sci-fi or sci-fi? Or do you like, like, reality shows? Like, what's getting you to pick that? I feel like for me to watch a show... Uh, first of all, I can't be watching any other shows while I'm watching it, which is why I'm trying to wait to watch that show on um, Netflix till I finish Legacies, because I don't want to get into another show until I finish that one. I really should have finished watching um, Lucifer, but like I started watching other things and I haven't gotten back to that yet. Um, there's so many things I have to watch. I still, we still need to start Narcos, like. 
I don't know. We just start stuff, then we stop it, then we start new things. And, like, I get off track, and I have my own list of shows I want to look at. And Skip doesn't like some of the shows I like, and I don't like some of the shows he likes. So, like, we have our own things that we watch separately, and then we have our own things that we watch together. So, I feel like you have to make a list, and you have to just focus on it when it comes to watching. I don't know. That's that's what I think. I could be right. I could be wrong. So, another question, since we're talking about watching shows. We've already talked about American Horror Stories. But what happened to the FX channel? They used to have a lot of good things on that channel. Granted, I'm not really sure what happened, but I feel like... something happened for like no one talks about it anymore like it's not a channel that we go to to watch things it just kind of got left behind and why is that I don't know if there's an answer for it. They used to have a lot of cool things on there, but then it just became uh, background noise and no one talks about it anymore. Disney. That's what I really want to get into in this conversation. What's next for Disney? I don't know. Like I told you, I feel like they should be coming out with Marvel or Star Wars every week. And they're not doing that. It can't just be WandaVision. They need to be coming out with multiple things. It's just like how Amazon does things every eight months or something. You have to do a better job of that. Because like Apple's having like multiple shows come out for one day of the week, man. Like That's your competition. You got to be better at this. And HBO Max is coming out with these amazing short stories of shows where they're creating like entire shows for four hours and disney plus isn't doing anything even hulu is having like movies come out like every week like you got competition now man like get better dude get better i don't know i could be being very judgmental but i just i feel like i have expectations of disney because i like the platform for disney And they could be doing a lot more, and they're not. And it's just upsetting because it can't just be that they forget their viewers, which is me and a lot of other people, too. Is the sci-fi channel still there, too? I don't know. No one talks about the sci-fi channel. They did a good job with that Chucky show at USA. So hopefully that comes back. Can't wait to see a second season of that. That shit was crazy. Outside of that Chucky show, I don't know what sci-fi is doing. I haven't watched sci-fi in so long. I can't even tell you anything, honestly. Let's get into food. So we keep talking about the air fryer. But do we ever talk about the function of the toaster oven? The function of the toaster oven means that you can lightly toast your bread or you could lightly toast a bagel or you could basically lightly toast any sort of 
food in that area and it comes out very good um I like that feature. It's very fun. It's very quick. And it's very easy to make. Next part of our conversation, cranberries. I like cranberries. Why aren't people excited about like cranberry juice or just eating cranberries like I, I like eating cranberries I, I mean obviously I like berries too like cranberries are good berries are good it's all delicious um I didn't really realize how much I liked cranberry juice till we started like drinking it again it's got a very very like faint uh faint taste and it's kind of delicious uh actually um it's very very good um Honestly, uh, I like the taste and, um, it can go with any meal or you could have it like as like a snack drink or you could just have it as a regular drink, uh, or you could just drink cranberry juice and not actually have an occasion to drink it. Just drink it. It's very good. Um, white sauces. When it comes to like parm sauces or like Alfredo, maybe it doesn't even have to necessarily be an Alfredo, but white sauces. I feel like no one talks about white sauces. I kind of want to look up a recipe to do like a spicy white sauce. I'm talking heavy cream, some oregano, some some sort of hot spice, maybe white ghost pepper, like really spicy. And um, I really want to figure out a way to get the flavors to match up so it's like a thick heavy sauce but you can put it on top of everything maybe not just pasta but meats as well um i'm kind of really gonna mess around with some flavors and see if i can figure that out but that sounds like something that could be good like i like alfredos it seems like people don't really like alfredos like their go-to is red sauce but i really do honestly like alfredos italian sausage uh park lane makes its own italian sauces from hand and i don't definitely don't have enough skills to make it by hand but i will definitely tell you that you could do a lot of things with italian sausages you can make pasta you can make a a grinder you could put it in a salad you could basically do anything with it and it tastes good any of those ways um do you need to put a sauce on all those options definitely not the salad but you could definitely put sauce with it if you're making the grinder or you're making the pasta and it sounds like it'd be absolutely delicious um i kind of want to try tostadas making them from scratch but i guess i'm really gonna have to look up a recipe to see if um I can find an easier way to do it because I don't want to find anything too complicated because I feel like then I'm going to get distracted and I'm not going to be able to do it the way that it should be done. But I really do want to try making those by hand. I've seen a couple of people do them on YouTube and I'm like, yes, maybe I can do it too. Uh, So far, my experience...
with the Mediterranean diet is pretty good, you know. Um, do I miss carbohydrates like that? I don't know. I'm just cutting out the carbohydrates because I want to be better. Um, so I'm substituting rice for cauliflower rice. Um, substituting pasta for just eating the meal with the meat instead of with the pasta. And um, so far, so good. I'm still eating bread, but maybe not as much as I was before. Um, I like the Mediterranean diet. You're eating more fish than you are like red meat. And so far, so good. I love vegetables, so cauliflower rice isn't bad. Um, you can make a lot of things with cauliflower. You can make cauliflower rice. Or you can bake the cauliflower and put cheese over it and soft and cut it up into pieces and that could be your meat if you're trying to do more of a vegan thing you can really do anything with cauliflower i say have fun anyways guess what it's that time of the day thank you for tuning in to the pod of born to be a star and i will see you tomorrow on thursday